what's up what's up what's up everybody good morning this is the duchess of sassy town and i am sitting here on my blue throne as usual i like to start off by thanking those that listen um all around and i appreciate the feedback always welcome the comments look forward to conversations and conversations are picking up around a lot of different things lately so i truly truly appreciate it thank you so much also, be sure if you missed this episode that you catch it on Dub City Radio on Radio 365 on Saturday evenings at 6 o'clock at Dub City Radio on Radio 365. I am also there. You can also catch me on seven other different platforms, starting with Anchor, Spotify, Google Podcast, and a bunch of other ones. Tune in when you get a chance, take a listen, share it, let me know what you think. Make sure you share it. Some of y'all have a hard time following directions. Share. So this week, let's jump right into it. I want to discuss objectification. Um, to some people, there's different meanings of the word. And, and that's fine. I'm going to focus on the part of, we'll just call it ogling. Because back in the day, that's what it was. It was just ogling. Um, there's been some recent talk over the Grammys, which I did not watch. I did see some clips, uh, mainly because I have no idea who most of these people are anymore. But there's been a, a huge blowback over Megan Thee Stallion and Cardi B, as far as whatever their performance was and whatever they were wearing. And it's kind of interesting because a lot of the, the blowback came from other black women. And I, I have to chuckle because you know my son and I were talking about it, and he was just kind of saying, you know, yeah, this is what happens when people watch other people's pockets. Made a lot of sense. But just, let's take a look at that and see how far backwards we've actually gone. Pinup girls have been a thing since forever okay there were women that posed when they were doing the the tours with uh bob hope back in the day the pinup girls and you know they were objects to look at and nobody said anything because our military men needed something to look at besides each other and then you get to the screen women of the day the women were looked at you know, nobody said anything when the women looked at Clark Gable and, oh my God, it's Clark Gable. Or it's James Dean. You know, nobody said anything. Women's bodies have always been objectified. Now, whether you feel it's right, whether you feel it's wrong, that's your opinion. But ladies, when you get dressed at night, and you want to have a little hanky-panky with your husband or your partner, and you dress up in what you think is sexy, what are you doing? You want him to objectify you. You're just not getting paid for it. So you go through the, the poster ladies of the 70s. I remember Farrah Fawcett. You know, the hair, the look, she was beautiful. And that was not a problem. You know when it became a problem? The first black Miss America, Vanessa Williams, when she won and she gave up her crown because some wise ass decided to dig up some old Playboy pictures that she had done in her late teens. Now, it was not unusual for Miss America contestants to do Playboy spreads, but she was the first black one. So it was a scandalous thing at this time. And it, it happened so long ago, it's kind of comical, but I actually remember when it did happen. And it's like, okay, she's the first, she won't be the last. But nobody said anything about the women doing it. You know, nobody said anything that Demi Moore posed while pregnant. I don't think a pregnant woman is sexy, but a lot of people do. That's just my opinion. But nobody said anything. 
So white women have been allowing themselves to be objectified for so long, it's just normal. And then we hit the Me Too stage and it's, oh, this happened back then. The whole Harvey Weinstein thing. This has been going on forever and women never said anything. You know, Marlena Dietrich, she was going both ways with everybody. It wasn't a secret. Or, well, it was an open secret. So, you know, it's, the woman looked damn good in a tux. And Jillian used to wear a tux. So women have always been objectified. They are just not objectified on the level that men are. You know, the women, they can look at Playgirl and, yeah, the guy's got a nice body, blah, 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 blah. Totally different. So we, we fast forward until the times that we are in currently and the current temperature of the room. Women have taken control. You know, remember when Jello finally became hot, all the talk was on her ass. It wasn't the focus of whether or not the woman could sing or not. It was the focus on her body. She played up to it then. She still plays up to it now. You know, these women that are performers that have these bodies, that's what they use. Why? Because the female body has always sold. Do a lot of these people care if they have a talent? Probably not. The fact that JLo does sing is great. Take away auto-tune, let's find out. But it's objectification of her body. Now, we have the whole nipple slip with Janet Jackson and it causes an uproar. This shouldn't happen, that shouldn't happen. Janet Jackson had been using her voice, but she'd also been using her body for many years. So that happened on an international stage. If people were to see it in a book, they wouldn't care. But now we're all, you know, sanctified religious and oh my gosh, she had a nipple slip. The halftime performance with J-Lo and Shakira and I forgot who else. Some of my friends were posting, oh my God, and my kids are watching this. They're watching this halftime. These people that said that are the same people that are my age. You know, not like we haven't seen it before. So, you know, take a step back, jump off your high horse. This is how we live now. There was nothing raunchy about that performance. Yeah, they they had on skimpy clothes. It was a performance. That was them making their money. If you go to a strip club and you go to see the Thunder Down Under or what's the other one? Chocolate Brown or Chocolate City or something like that in Vegas. You're paying to watch a man half-ass strip. You're objectifying his body. He's making his money. So the double standard just doesn't meet the smell test. So now we get to women are taking what has been the status quo and they're turning it on its behind in a good way. When Missy Elliott came out, remember she was all the rage because she was saying things and rapping like men weren't rapping. She just put it out there. They weren't objectifying her body because at that time she wasn't much to look at. She was just a voice, a very strong voice. When Natifa comes out, big, bold, beautiful woman, she got a message to get out. People listen to the message. Now we have Cardi B, Megan Thee Stallion. I don't know why nobody tripped out over Rihanna. Why nobody tripped out over Nicki Minaj. They pay good money to look like that. But no, we have these two ladies who have this song that I still have not heard all the words, but somebody told me the words and I was just like, okay, not my taste. However, I digress. Everybody has different taste in music and I'm still stuck in the 70s, so we'll leave it there. But they come out with this song 
And they basically turn around and do the same thing that men have been doing, that black men have been doing for decades now. And they turn it on its edge. They tell you what they want. They tell you how they want it. They tell you how to do it. Now, all of a sudden, oh my God, it's wrong. They shouldn't dress like that. They shouldn't move like that. They shouldn't do this. They shouldn't do that. Why is it that they cannot stand on stage and make their money? It's a performance. At the end of the day, do they really think they care what you think? It's not censored because there's like almost a 30 second delay now. That's how bad stuff has gotten on the censored when you put something on, on TV. It's you know, also tape delayed and everything else. So things that should have been cut out probably were cut out. You just don't know what it was. Gone are the days when women come out in long flowing gowns singing, going to make my brown eyes blue. There was a time for that. There was a place for that. That time has come, gone, passed, bye-bye. These two young ladies performed. And again, I didn't see the performance. I saw the comments. And the only thing I can think about, the people that are making the comments, number one, you watched the show. You had a choice. Don't like it, turn it off. It's not for everybody. Personally, it's not for me but I don't understand the music in the first place. But dressing that way, I would not put this body in what they paid to look like in that outfit. You know, whatever makes you money, makes you money. There are so many things worse that they could be doing to make money. And we are going to talk about the moral standard of the way two women dress and say how they want it. You don't say anything when the men sit there and they bump and grind on women all over the stage and you know R. Kelly wants to bump and grind and he did it on stage. You don't say anything about that. You don't say anything about the man saying he wants to lick your body up and down and he's singing it on stage on national TV. But the women come out in the comments I saw. Incredible. I'm like, hey, kudos to them. They're making it real, they're keeping it real, they're doing their thing, and they're telling you how they want it and how they like it. At the end of the night, they got paid. That's all, it's an image. They're selling an image. Everybody has an image that they put out there. It's just a matter of which one you want people to see. This is who the people want to see, number one. Those that don't, they turn away. They don't pay attention. But there are many people that want to see this. This is what sells. They're spending their hard-earned dollars on this material. So why are you complaining? Why do you care? They're not related to you. They're damn sure not going to help you pay your bills. They don't even know you exist. But yet you have all this hate and black women I'm speaking to you you have all this hatred towards another black or brown female because of the way she dresses because she embraces all of her femininity and she shows it off to the world that's not a problem you know men are going to try to see it anyway so you might as well go ahead make your money they didn't hurt anybody they didn't put anybody down they weren't hurting themselves. You just didn't like the way they looked or the way that they moved. Maybe you need to install a pole in your home and, and learn how to do some of the same moves. Maybe you need to work on your body or get a lot of extra money and pay for a body that looks like theirs. Maybe you need to learn how to use auto-tune, learn how to rap and lip sync, and then go do the same thing. Who's to say you can't be as exotic or as sexy? Who's to say that you can't say what you want? See, I look at it like this. If you can't appreciate a good-looking body, male or female, 
you're kind of closeted about your own sexuality. You're one of the ones that watch other people and you wonder. You're the kind that goes to bed at night and you have your pajamas up to your neck. You don't want to be a freak in the sheets. Some of you don't even know what a freak in the sheets is. These are the ones that complain. Oh my goodness, she shouldn't have done that. Oh my goodness, what are we teaching our children? We're teaching our children to take control of themselves. We're teaching our children that you know what? What they say doesn't matter. But what you say and how you feel, that's what matters. If you are comfortable with that performance, that's all that matters. And from what I've seen, they were very comfortable. Remember, nobody complained about Wendy and Lisa on stage when they were performing with Prince and they were damn near kissing on stage. Now, I knew they were a couple at the time, but nobody batted an eyelash because people like to see that kind of stuff. Men get off on watching two women. But let another woman look at two women gyrating on stage, little pasties on their nipples, and they're shaking and doing their thing and lip syncing and whatever, whatever. This is jiggling here, that's jiggling, whatever. They have tape here, whatever. And you get all butthurt in your feelings like it's personally affecting you. I'm back to reality. It's got nothing to do with you. Maybe, just maybe, take a look at your own inhibitions. Maybe you wouldn't do that. And that's fine. That's a beautiful thing. You do you, boo-boo. But they did. And they do. Why is that a reason to turn around and do completely opposite what these ladies were trying to do and what they did? You objectified them because of their bodies. They took that whole vibe and turned it around and said I control this shit this is mine this is this is what I put out here I control what you see there is nothing to the imagination or at least very little left to the imagination and you're all in your feelings now back to the J-Lo and Shakira and I forgot who else oh Christina Aguilera I think you know, there was a lot of white women I saw complaining about that. And the only thing I attributed that to was, you know, it was, it was Latinas. You know, and they can move their hips. You know, they, yeah, they can move. And it was kind of interesting because I remember when Shania Twain performed, and she came out in that one piece, I don't even know what it's called. Girlfriend was fine. Pat and the king singing man I feel like a woman nobody said anything about the way she was dressed the men went nuts it didn't matter if she had a waist trainer on she looked like she had some curves nobody said anything but you get these Latino women on stage and they're shaking and they're grooving we got complaints of the yin yang People, sexuality is a beautiful thing. Sexuality is not gender biased. It's not racial bias unless you make it racial biased. You can't just look at somebody and say, oh, they have a nice looking body and be done with it. You have to find a reason why it's wrong. Really? That's not like somebody gets up in the morning and they put on a tie that's ugly and you just turn your head and think, you know, I really wouldn't wear that tie today. You don't flat out say, that tie is really hideous. Well, I would. But some people get, you know what, maybe that's not a good idea to wear that tie. Instead of saying, that tie is really ugly with that outfit. You are the ones that sit there low key, jump on Facebook, jump on Twitter, whining, about what somebody else did and what they look like and they're not even in your household turn the channel you are not obligated to watch anything but yet you feel obligated to complain about how they're earning their money maybe because in your fantasy mind 
you wish you could do the same thing. And you know you can't. Nothing wrong with that. Little jealousy doesn't hurt anybody. But to verbally complain and what are we teaching A, B, C, D? How about you people start worrying about what you're teaching your own kids your own way? You're the parents. You're the first teachers. How about that? How about we stop depending on everyone else to educate our children outside of the home? We're not educating them inside the home. Teach your men, your little boys, that women aren't just objects. Where do they learn that from? They learn that from their parents. Kids watch their parents' behavior. You know, I learned how to beat a, beat a man's ass by watching my mom. When she decided she wasn't going to take it anymore, I watched her beat my dad's ass finally. And jumped up and down and said, yeah, mommy. We learn from our parents. So if, you're, if your husband sees you only as a body, if he only sees you as tits and ass, that's what you're teaching your sons. That's all a woman is worth. Her tits and her ass. Some of you are so uptight. Your husbands don't even know what you really look like. Pull off the hair. Take off the eyelashes. Please take off the eyelashes. Y'all just don't know. That looks really hideous. Take off them damn eyelashes. You know, all these waist trainers you're wearing, all these tight-ass outfits you're trying to squeeze into and you start complaining. I don't know why my stomach hurts so much. I gotta go to the doctor. Your clothes are too tight. Your ass is too big to be in some of those jeans. So maybe if you stop trying to put on a persona that's not really you and be the real authentic you, maybe you wouldn't have issues with women who have no problem letting them hang out. Maybe if you stop letting others treat you as an object and as a female, and maybe if you embraced the natural beauty that you were born with, because we all have it. Some natives with a bit more, but we all have a natural beauty. Everybody is attracted to someone, somewhere. We have gone so fake, so false, and then the ones that pay extra, extra money to be fake, fake and false, you complain about. You walking around with the fake eyelashes on, these long, hideous looking nails, you know, different color weaves that, you know, you get into a fight, oh, hold my weave, you know, and you still don't look like these people. You're not going to, you don't move like them. It's not attractive, but you know what? That's to me, that's personally me. There are people, male or female, that find that very attractive. Cool. Hater to that crowd. You know, if if that's if being false is what gets you what you want, that's fine and dandy. But what happens when the person finds out who the real you is? For example, I saw Teresa Caputo, a Long Island medium, without makeup in the picture, and I had no idea it was her. Her hair wasn't poofy. She didn't have the makeup on. She didn't have the eyelashes on. I didn't even know the eyelashes were fake until I saw her in the picture. And I was just like, damn, who the hell is she? Not very beautiful, but she's a beautiful woman. You know, so who, who are the real you? Are you the, you know, the old bother type of person that sits at home and you wish you could do XYZ, but you're going to complain about others that do. Or are you the one that says, you know what, I'm going to take charge. This is what I want to do. If I want to go ahead and get the weave, if I want to go ahead and get the fake braids, the eyelashes, the nails, whatever, the tight clothes, I'm going to do it 100. This is me. This is authentic. Knock yourself out. Because there is somebody for you. That's not a problem. You know, some women like to be in skirts. Some women look damn good in skirts. Personally, I don't. But see, I'm comfortable with that because 
I was a little girl trying to fight to get out of the dress after, you know, Sunday, go to boring service. But to openly whine, and that's what it was. It was openly whining about two women making money in a public way without selling sex, but they were selling sex. Make sense? They were selling the fantasy. That's all they did. They sold a fantasy. That's not wrong. Playboy sells you a fantasy. Playgirl sells you a fantasy. Even even if they're still around, they sell you a fantasy. There's nothing wrong with that. You know, there's just, there's so much crap that goes beyond decency that people do it's, it's kind of like find something else to complain about you know find something that's actually worthy to complain about other than how somebody's making their money life is too short to be worried about trying to hold somebody else's bag this is an avenue these two ladies have chosen obviously it works for them but it doesn't work for you why is that why is that? Are you are you one of the ones that sit up in church on Sunday morning and you complain because Miss Busybody has has a pink hat and everybody else has a white hat on? You know, are you are you one of those? Or you know, today was Negro Spiritual Day or some stupid crap like that, and everybody's supposed to wear all white and Miss Fuddy Duddy wore red. She didn't get the memo. Oh, what are we teaching these people? I mean, you know, step down off the horses. It's, you know, we're not, we're not cookie cutter people. And we, we do what we need to do to make money. These women turn the tables completely on the men. Even the men rappers were complaining at first about these two. And it's, it's kind of funny because they're the ones that started it. But when you turn around and you beat them at the game, they don't like it. They don't like a woman telling them what they want, how they want it, and how to do it. It takes away a little chip at that ego because they want to be the ones to tell you how it's going to happen and this, that, and the other because they're the man. See, again, that is objectifying women. We are not objects. We are not playthings. But when another female takes on this persona that what are we teaching our children? What are we showing young girls? That's kind of a backwards way to take it. Instead of championing championing these women and saying, you know what? That's freaking awesome right there. Do your thing. No, you join the rest of the people and and condemn what they do. And then turn around and say, well, all women should support all women. This is true, but there are some women that you cannot support or that you shouldn't support. These two ladies, I don't care what their platform is, I don't care what they look like. They stood for something. They stood for it loud and proud on that platform. That's to be applauded. What is it teaching my kid? Well, my kid's going to be 28 years old. So if he hasn't seen it by now, and I'm pretty sure he has, then he's like a little lost soul. But what I think the lesson he can take from that is, okay, I see black and brown skinned women putting it down you're not going to take it anymore I like that, I can respect that that's kind of what he said as much respect goes to any female that embraces her femininity her sexuality and stands there and says this is it this is me 
I might not be for everybody, but so what? I'm still getting that bag. You look at people's profiles and you have these young ladies taking these selfies and their breasts are hanging out halfway. They're sticking their tongue out between their fingers. You look like you need to be standing on the corner someplace. But you think that's sexy. It's not sexy. It is not sexy. That is not claiming your femininity. That is looking like, hey, I'm desperate. Let's be friends. I'm desperate. First of all, these two ladies, Cardi B and Megan Thee Stallion, aren't dummies. They're not dummies. They know whose shoulders they stand on coming into this. They know the legacy and the trials and tribulation of the women that have come before them. They're not taking it lightly. But they're also very smart businesswomen. Maybe that's the problem. They are strong, independent businesswomen. Because in the music industry or the entertainment industry as a whole, women have had to fight tooth and nail to get out of, get into, get over. Especially women in the music industry. They stood it on its ass and said, no, this isn't going to happen. So what happens, other black women see strong black and brown women, independent, educated, smart, whatever. And the first thing you notice and talk about is the way they looked, the way they moved, and whatever song they were singing. What does that say about you? I'm thinking, maybe take a little time to look them up and see what they do. Because if I'm not mistaken, they're both very heavily into uh, philanthropy, if I'm not mistaken. So tell me, what do you do? What things do you do? I'll wait. I definitely have the time. What things do you do? What do you give back? How are you benefiting your area? What causes are you supporting? How many children are you helping to go to school? Because these ladies have the means to do that and they are doing that. So what are you doing? Everybody idolizes LeBron James because he can put a ball through a hoop. You guys even know what an incredible businessman he is? Or do you know just what you see in the news? So you have to sometimes look beyond what you see on the surface because people go so much deeper. And I get it. Some women take a platform and they basically turn themselves into a parody of what they want to be. They're on camera, you know, squishing and swashing their, their fake hair around thinking it's cute, picking out their little hips, making sure their butts are seen. It's not cute, you look like a hoe. I'm just saying, it's not cute. But then you wanna to get to talking some other crazy shit. But hold on, then you go get these really, really long nails that can kill a person. Then you go get these eyelashes that are bigger than my face and just let me lick my lips. Ooh, that's so sexy. It's butt hair fucking ugly. What these two women did, from what I've seen, I thought it was classy. You know, I would prefer one of my relatives to not be dressed like that, but if you get your money and that's part of your act, it's an act, people. I've seen pictures of both women outside in a normal day, and they're, you know, Cardi B is usually in some sweatpants and a, a sweatshirt. So it's not like they dress like this all the time, but if there's an event, this is the image that they have prepared to show to the world. When you get dressed to go out to dinner with your partner, you are putting on an image to walk out the door. When I get dressed to walk out into the community, I am putting on an image to the community. When I come home, I am right back in my pajamas. 
when I'm inside, I don't have to impress anybody. I don't have to impress anybody when I'm outside. I don't wear makeup. I don't even know how to apply makeup. I don't have fake nails. They grow on their own. I don't even know the first thing about fake eyelashes. And ain't no weave touching my hair. What you see is what you get. And I'm perfectly content with that. Nor am I trying to impress anybody. If you don't have the missing ingredient, which nobody has talked about, or we want to objectify these women, and they stimulate your mind intellectually. Or does that even count anymore? You can have the sexy persona. You know, sex sells. We, we understand that. Sex does sell. But do you have the intellect to have a stimulating conversation? That's sexy as hell to me. If you want to throw around and flash around the body that you have in your mind, the body that you think that everybody else sees, you know, the body that you don't see when you look in the mirror, because some of you don't want to see reality. If you cannot have a stimulating conversation, what are you doing? If you get on social media and you write like you haven't passed basic grammar, Basically, you write like you speak. There's nothing stimulating about it at all. You can throw your breast out to the wind. You can have your pants so tight up your ass, you can see, yeah, yeah, yeah. It doesn't matter. Because as soon as you start putting words out there for the world to see, we can see that there's something lacking. So, sitting at home, and whining about what somebody else looks like, what somebody else is doing. What's inside your own four walls? Why is the outside of your four walls more important than what's going on on the inside of your four walls? If you don't like it, then hey, that's a conversation you can have with your family. You know what, I'm not sure I like that because A, B, C, D. And nobody's saying that your, your reasons aren't valid. What I'm saying is your reasons don't matter. Because at the end of the day, they're paying their bills. You know, if you want to be the savior or the martyr, how about you go into the neighborhood and you find these women that are out on the street. They're making a living too. You know, they're making a living and they're dressing, I don't even know what the hell they look like now, but they're making money. not go talk to them and say hey can I help you do something better but because these ladies got on TV and they look like the madam down the street we're going to objectify them and state everything that's wrong with it instead of seeing the big picture these are two business ladies any business is about image Mary Kay Cosmetics is about image. It's the pink card. You know somebody did really, really well with Mary Kay Cosmetics. Because you don't see the commercials for them anymore. You don't see the Avon commercials anymore. All this stuff that we used to see, you don't see anymore. Because you don't really see the soap operas like you used to. See, these were everything geared towards women. So you don't see anything really geared towards women anymore. And it took an effort to get to that point for it to all just kind of go away by the side. So you're seeing things that are almost geared towards family. Um, and a lot of a lot of medical issues. That's what you're seeing. A lot of medical issues. You don't see anybody going around in a bikini saying, oh, hey, look, I took my orchifice. You, you know, I mean, I laugh, it's not funny, but it is funny. But, you know, that's not what sells. You choose an image to sell a certain thing. Sexuality still sells. These ladies sold a fantasy. You can look, but don't touch. Men have been selling the same fantasy 
of what they want a woman to look like, what they want a woman to do, how they want to touch a woman. Nobody has that in that. Even those that are fans of R. Kelly, everybody's known for years what he was doing, but he was paying everybody. See, they protected the bag until everything ran out and then they all turned on him. So, you know, those that are like, oh, you know, R. Kelly this, R. Kelly that, that's fine and dandy. R. Kelly used to live in Olympia Fields, Illinois. They used to shut down White Castle right there on Route 30. So yes, I'm quite familiar with him. I used to work right across from one of his studios and I did some rehab work to the old Montgomery Ward Tower and the old Sears Tower. I'm sorry, both of them Montgomery Ward Towers. So yes, I'm quite familiar with his backstory and everything that's been going on that people have known about. He sold the fantasy. But he lived a darker life. Women don't get equated to men, rightfully so. But men have always, always degraded women in the music industry. You know, the blues talks about how the man did the woman wrong or how the woman did the man wrong. And if you go back to the early, early blues, it talks about the conjure woman and what happened when the man cheated on his woman and what she did to him. But see, y'all don't want to hear that type of stuff because, oh my God, it's against the Bible. You don't want to hear about what happened when a man just figured a woman was just a body that he could do whatever he wanted to. Not in the blues. Country music is all a bunch of whining about a woman done left me, so I'll take my truck and beer. Now, there's some really, really good country music, but it's old country music that I like. R&B, you know, the 60s was all about a movement. The R&B now, I'm not really sure, but there was a time when it was, you know, Usher, R. Kelly, even Babyface. And come on now, some of y'all were probably conceived just from Luther. It sold a fantasy. Luther sold a fantasy. He sold an image because everybody knew the man was as gay as the day is long. But he sold that image. So when you talk about these two ladies selling this image, they know it sells. So their their fingertips are on the pulse of what sells right now and what has been selling for a while. They just took control over it. Because when you can control your situation and you can control your means, you won the game. Of course, people are going to dislike you. Unfortunately, it's other women that was throwing the most shade. Don't throw shade at somebody else's success just because whatever you're doing may or may not be successful. Applaud the effort because they're doing it. Applaud the fact that they're saying this is their world. It was okay for Beyonce to say, hey, girls rule the world. That was all fine and dandy. For her to get up there and have her outfits on that she had on and shaking her ass and this, that, and the other, fine and dandy. These two ladies come along. Yeah, they took Beyonce's message a little further. took the whole sex appeal thing, flipped it upside down and said, yeah, I got it. This is how I want it. But you can only touch it when I say you can touch it. You're not going to do to me what you think you want to do unless I say it's okay. Objectify me if you want, but I still control this. That's what they said. Look, but don't touch, baby. Now, some of y'all feeling some kind of way because maybe your partner doesn't look or touch Maybe just look in the mirror. It might not even be your looks. It might be your whole attitude. It might be that you're Debbie Downer 24-7. Nobody wants to be that. You know, who wants to be in a room with somebody that's down 24-7? For whatever reason, everything is against this. Well, hell, stay in the bedroom. Stay in your pajamas. But if you can't take... 
performance of these two ladies and see the big picture, the big bright picture, they're not the problem. The problem is within you. Because anytime I see women stand up for themselves, I don't care. Gender, they can be trans women, I don't care. Stand up, black, white, purple, stand up. Anytime you can see that type of power being taken back, and you realize how much further we still have to go, and then you see it within your own culture, we really have a long place to go. When you see stuff like that, that it's heartbreaking. Because these are the same ones that say we need to do, we need to do, but they can't accept what somebody else is doing. That's just self-righteous bullshit. Women, we do run the world. But women have been objectified, humiliated, just walked over for decades. Look what we just came out of four years ago. Person that had no respect for women. And look who adored him. Women. Why? Because they don't know any better. In their mind, it's okay for a man to call you a dog. It's okay for a man to say, oh, well, she's not my type. Even though you were trying to hit that years ago. And now she's not your type. I mean, just think of the things that women have heard over the last four or five years. And they're okay with this. White women are okay with this. It's the greatest. It's the greatest. He doesn't like fat women. Oh, that's so great. He doesn't like disabled people. Oh, that's so great. When I see it in the black culture against other black and brown women, I really have to scratch my head and sit there and say, you know, you too? Really? You too? We should be better than that because we've had to endure a lot worse. That we've had to come through, rise, get up in the next morning, make dinner, breakfast, lunch, get the kids off to school and still smile. And you're ripped up inside. We should be so much better than what we're showing. But it's 2021, and here we are. So maybe take a good hard look and think about it. You know, people sell an image. Why is it that you feel that they shouldn't sell that image? That doesn't mean they're like this on a daily basis. But why does that image offend you so much? You know, if you want a body like that, like I said, get a lot of money and get a body like that. You know, things are attainable. You just have to pull some extra strings and jump through a few more hoops than they have to jump through. But why be so offended by somebody else's image? Haven't we had enough of that already? clips I saw, I saw two beautiful, strong, black and brown women. That's what I saw. I don't care what they were doing with their bodies. I saw two women saying, you know what, this is on my terms and this is how it's going to be and the world can see it. And I'm getting paid. That's all. You know, that's it. So maybe take a look at your own shortcomings sit back, relax, and think about that before you start speaking out and whining about what's being taught. Because if I'm a little girl, I'm like, I'm being taught, yes, I can make that money and I can do it my way. Because these women can put on suits and walk into a boardroom and hold their arm. And they have. But you can't see past what they put on TV. If you don't want your children to watch it, tell them to go scoot out the room. But I thought we came past those days when the parents used to cover your eyes or tell you, hey, leave the room, or Oprah telling you, well, this is gonna be a touchy subject, so you might wanna have your kids leave the room for five minutes. And then the first three minutes are commercials. But I thought we've come past that time 
to where we can be open to have these conversations. Evidently, we haven't. Because now we're in a time to where we can get behind the keyboard and say everything that's wrong with what was seen, but can't figure out at least one thing that was probably right. Look behind the nails, look beyond the hair, look beyond the eyelashes. Have you heard them speak? You know, can you understand them when they speak or do you need an interpreter? This is, this is reality. You know, if, if your home is not content, I can understand why you feel that everything should be a certain way. But then why isn't your home content? Why can't you just be happy for a sister that, hey, she's doing it and doing it her way? Why not? There's no lesson in everything you watch in TV. TV is entertainment. TV is not a teacher. Nor do they purport to be unless you're watching PBS. So if you're using an entertainment show as a teaching tool, maybe you really need to rethink your methods of teaching. Because that's not what it was meant to do. It's entertainment. It's fantasy time. That's all it is. Relax. Step off the high horses. Come into the warm water with the rest of us. It's okay. Applaud a strong black woman doing her thing. Applaud a Latino woman doing her thing. There's nothing wrong with what they did or how they did it. Don't don't let your fingers turn green while you're hitting the keyboard. As you know, green is not a good color on some people. Embrace everybody. People have to make money, and some have to struggle more than others. But as long as they can survive and take care of their families, how they do it, it's not even a business. You don't have to like what they do. But since you're not supporting them or their families, I don't think it's your concern how they do it. That's all for me for today. I know I'm gonna get some heat on this one. I'm ready, bring it. I'll talk to you guys next week. I'm peacing out. Till next week, y'all.